And the river moves my mind And the river moves my mind today And the river moves my mind And the river moves my mind today Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Welcome to the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. My name is Jason Sacco and I'm your host. As a 35 plus year spondy, I'm looking to use this show to bring the spondy community closer. I'll give my lifelong battle with AS to you. That includes triumphs, tragedies, and lessons. So sit back. Enjoy and know you are not alone. Child of wax, vote of soul, sing the hymns they left unsung. Welcome to this episode of the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about or cover dealing with some ways of dealing with depression. It's beginning to be that time of year again in the northern hemisphere where we roll into fall and then winter's coming. And for me personally, that generally means the onset of depression. The days get shorter, the weather gets crappier, and it's just an overall time that I don't particularly care for. I know I'm going to be cooped up more inside where I live. So for me, it's a time of year when I have to really make sure to consciously fight depression and and not succumb to it. I'll go over some of the things on that. But first, in this episode, I wanted to do what I call question of the week. Going through the different forums on Facebook, and I saw this question was, does stress cause flares and make your AS worse? Well, I did a little bit of looking around, and with stress, we all have stress. You know, if you're working, you've got the stress of work and getting yourself there and just daily life. And But if you have ankylosing spondylitis or any other type of chronic condition on top of daily life, that can just be that extra push to cause many more or increased days of inflammation. AS, which affects your spine, can affect how you move, walk, feel, anything, because you use your spine all day long. There have been some look at the links between stress and inflammation, and there was a study in 2017, and I'll have all this in the show notes. There was a study in the 2017 issue of Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, and stress can activate inflammatory responses in the brain which can lead to excessive inflammation. Well, that's bad. If we get excessive inflammation, then it can create a flare where maybe there wasn't a flare even considering happening before. Stressful events or situations can trigger the body to activate the symphatic nervous system. In turn, your body produces epinephrine and cortisol called stress hormones. Due to the nature of ankylosing spondylitis, it can be difficult to untangle the origin of stress and inflammation, says John Davis. He's a doctor at Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Having an inflammatory disease and having pain ultimately creates psychological distress, he says. Basically, as you boil this down, as you read it, and I'm going to, again, have the links and encourage you all to read it, there's ways that you can help to mitigate some of this stress. It really comes down to you have to stop and, and really try to think yourself through it and plan for any type of given situation. If they're unplannable events, car breaks down, whatever it might be. You know, it might be something as simple as you just have to take a deep breath, calm yourself, not go into a panic or anything and just know that it'll work out 
and that might help to mitigate some of the effects of the of the stress that you're doing, and thereby reduce the inflammation and reduce or or make sure that you don't have any type of flare up. So even with all this, you're not alone. Go on to any of the forums, talk with folks. It's always good that while our loved ones might be able to empathize with us, they're never going to understand exactly what all we go through with AS. So make sure to go and talk to somebody who has AS online, and hopefully that can help you deal with any type of flare-ups you're dealing with, as well as medication if you have it and want to go that route. So that was just an interesting question I saw, and now back dealing with depression. I was going through, as I, I normally was looking online, and came across this article about six ways to cope with depression. This is from Everyday Health, and again, I'll have a link in the show notes on it. And I thought it was kind of interesting because some of this I do already practice, so I just have to be sometimes a little more mindful of it, a little more making sure that I do it on a regular basis. We all know that having AS can present its own set of challenges. We can be in pain at different times. There can be times where you really, really want to do something with family or friends. You feel great in the morning, and by the time it rolls around to that 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the afternoon when it's time to actually do whatever it was you've been planning on all day you just don't feel like it anymore that can create depression because you feel like you're missing out on a social life missing out on a family life there's any number of ways that it can come back at you so there are some things that you can do to help with some of this it's not going to cure it you you know this is not medical advice as far as if your situation does not improve seek medical help whether it be from a doctor a therapist reach out to a medical professional if your depression continues to seem to get worse one thing is exercise. Now, I'm not great at this with having many hip replacements. I can't walk long distances. I certainly can't jog or run. So my exercise is limited. I've found that, you know, exercise can help me. I do push-ups in between, like when I'm watching TV, I do push-ups when commercials come on. Might not get a lot, might get 10 done before the commercials end, but then I get back up and watch TV. Commercial break comes, I get back down and do 10 more push-ups. If you can do those, great. Do whatever your body allows you to do. That's the key is it's all about what your body can allow you to do. The other thing that I've I've added in and been trying to do is yoga. Yoga is low impact for me and I can't consistently do all the things that they show. I did try out this what's called DDP yoga and it's been fairly helpful as far as stretching for me goes. If you are not sure where to begin with yoga, go to YouTube. I did a search for uh, yoga for beginners and there's thousands of videos I, I don't even know if I could go through them all even to just look at them let alone complete them all so that is certainly something that you can do there's a lot of them they're all free they'll show you different positions that you can do stretching and just do what you can do you know if somebody's bent like a pretzel in one of them and you can't do it so be it just fast forward through that portion till you get to a way that you can do but don't feel bad don't think that you're not completing the yoga because you couldn't do two or three of the poses do what's what you can do the other thing is sleep well this has been a major issue for me i have started using my sleep apnea machine on a more regular basis and i've noticed a big difference i did not use it last night and i ended up being exhausted today so i'm going to set it up i've been traveling and just hadn't unpacked it i will be unpacking it and setting it up tonight to use and it makes a big difference i think one night i slept with it for six and a half hours on and that's probably the best sleep i've had in God knows how long with snoring and tossing and turning. I just never get a good night's sleep. The third thing you can look at doing 
is getting educated on ankylosing spondylitis. There's a, so much information out there. I'm surprised and amazed that every time I do s- searches on this, the information I come across and the knowledge I'm learning as I take away. For many years, I, I was diagnosed back in 1984 before internet or anything like that. So for me, you went just off of what the doctors told you. And I never really looked much beyond that. Um, if the doctor told me, here's a pamphlet, read it, I read it, and that was as far as it went. It really wasn't until these last couple of years that I really started digging in, not necessarily with becoming the, the thought of becoming an expert, but just to get better educated on what was going on to me. I switched to a new medication called Cosentix, and it was so different of a result for me versus the other the Embril and the Humira that I had been on, that I was really interested in how it worked and why it was so different than the others. So I did some reading and as much as I could on. It's been interesting. This show has really allowed me to do some more digging and, and talk to people as well that have AS and what they're doing with it. And I've learned a lot from people I've talked to that have been on the shows and people that I've talked to that have not been on the shows, but I hope to have them on at some point. The other thing is, and this was talked about in the question today, is for number four, get support. If you feel yourself not getting into and not getting the type of feedback and conversations you need from family or spouse, go ahead and and talk with the folks that are online and through the different forums on Facebook or wherever you're at. You know, I've spoken with folks on both Instagram and Facebook and learned so much and been inspired by the folks that I've talked to. It's really been interesting. It's been good for me. I hope it's been good for them as well. And I'm telling you, there's just some great people out there that will make sure that you're in a good spot if you're having a rough day. It's well worth your time. It's well worth the investment of your time. Number five, manage stress. This is a big one. The more you let stress and we all have stress again. We Stress comes up just from daily living. But the more you manage your stress, whether it be just taking a deep breath if something happens or doing your yoga or, or meditation, any of that can help to control the symptoms of stress in your body. It reduces that inflammation response of your body and thereby doesn't trigger the inflammation from your AS to to kick it into high gear. So that's really the key is you, you want to try and maintain as little stress as possible. One of the ways that I help to mitigate stress for myself is I started meditation. I took a transcendental meditation class. I found it to be fantastic. It's not saying you need to do transcendental meditation. Like yoga, I did a search on YouTube for meditation and there is just thousands and thousands of beginners meditation videos there. I'll put a link in the show notes to a couple. I'm not endorsing these by any means. It's just meditation for beginners. They're 10 to 12 minutes long and it might be a starting place for you to go out and find something that works for you. I do 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, evening, and I think it makes a big difference. I think it clears my mind and allows me to to kind of reset myself to move forward with the rest of the day and tackle what needs to get done. I was very much a skeptic of things like meditation and yoga for years. I viewed them as, oh, false, fake. But the longer I've been kind of playing around with and doing them, the more I think that there really is something to it. And and I'd encourage folks to really take the time to look into both of those on a very basic beginner level and, you know, incorporate those into your life if you can. The sixth thing is 
seek mental health counseling. And, and that's what I said before. If the first five are not working for you, you feel yourself having really bad bouts of depression. I, I can certainly understand that. I've, I've been there. Go get professional help. Go talk to a therapist. Go talk to your doctor. Go talk to both. It might be something very short term where there's some type of additional medication that can help you. It might be some type of long term issue that needs to be dealt with through therapy. Um, and that medication is not going to help you. So, you know, as you move forward, don't let depression win. This ankylosing spondylitis has such a detrimental effect on people. It can strip you of what you were and what you wanted to be. Don't let it completely take you over and lose the person you were. Try to hold on to that as much as you think you can. Go out and fight fight the AS, make sure that your depression doesn't overpower you, and make sure if you have questions, concerns, you know, anything, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us on the ankylosing spondylitis boards. I see a lot of people talking about, you know, whether it be depression or just support, education, all of that on the boards, and it's great to see. So I encourage you to take advantage of that. I hope you all have a great day, and as always, it's my pleasure to bring these episodes to you. Thank you, and take care.